everybody. Welcome to 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. I'm Kim. And I'm Kyle. And Kim, I'm not asking you to lick my ass or anything. Just, just, this is like some basic respect over here. The train has left the station and we both got off. <laughs> no, never say that again, Clayton. Uh, also, no more tail wagging. No more tail wagging. Absolutely I, this, no more. Zero percent of that. Officially an anti-tail Mm-mm. wagging podcast right here, yep. right now. Yep. Oh, wow. This right is a great front, episode. Um, great yeah, episode. no. Good episode. Um, right up front, I, if you hear a slight echo, I apologize. I am not in my normal recording space looking to get electricians out here to fix fix my shit up soon so <laughs> doing my best over here sounds pretty good actually doesn't sound okay. bad right. um i you know it, it what was worse a- ashley and manuel in the like fucking sounds from the public bathroom <sighs> <laughs> <sighs> Basically, I didn't fuck for my whole 20s. <laughs> the opposite of Kim energy. <laughs> <laughs> or Nikki trying to, like, talk to this nail tech. Oh. <laughs> with with this, like, really stop. bizarre, like, Eastern Euro vocal affect. <laughs> Why is she talking? She's talking like this to everyone in Moldova. Sounds like... A bad nope, Polish father. It's like my Polish father-in-law accent, and <laughs> and it's it reminds me of Sarah from Love After Lockup, who took on like an affect of like she was speaking like an African American whenever yes. she talked to her to anyone in her life that wasn't white, and when she was white, it just was so that was so, so cringy. It, yeah. it it's just like. It's hilarious that she, her brain has tricked her into thinking that this poor nail technician will understand her better if she talk like these, like, <laughs> like almost like fucking Italian. <laughs> She's like, you know, he man, he bring me, he's strong, he's strong. I speak like Only- caveman and maybe stupid potato people understand better. <laughs> He only fuck me three times week. Used to be three times day. You understand? Like, other man, you other man, Moldova, giant pussy man. Uh, no, no. I love the conclusion to that conversation was you should go find an American guy. <laughs> yeah. The alien music is back. I could not be happier. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun, dun. Someone was walking on my roof and then there were patches on the ground. It smelled kind of like dog piss, but I, it's totally a Bigfoot. I would love, we just need more of Father Sam talking about Bigfoot, aliens. This is the yeah. content I want. It hurts no one, it's not problematic. I don't feel sad about it. You know, this is like, this is, I want more of this, like a lot more. It's so I'm an great. atheist, but the Terminator totally came from the future and walked on my roof last night. <laughs> um, I don't believe stupid bullshit. <laughs> 
When was the last time you called your sister and asked her to source a llama or a goat and a furry, the guinea pig kind, for if a that wedding? Ever happens, if that ever happens, I will be immediately put into a memory care facility because... <laughs> So something is broken. The dam, the dam is broken at that point. I l- yeah, I just I, um, what uh, does she have some kind of connection to llama facilities, or is this just I am completely incompetent at life, <laughs> and my sister is someone that can get things done? So help. What what the fuck is happening? I think the latter. She needs to reach out to Miss Debbie. Miss Debbie is dialed in on the dressing up of no llamas. No kidding. Uh, we know that from Single Life. If you don't watch, you should be. She's happy to get uh, tours. Yeah, for $60. And, you know, I I don't know how much it would be to borrow a llama for an event, uh, you know, taken off that faci- out of the facility. But this just seems... What do you... I don't think it's livestock one, should really be at a wedding. I don't it know. It just doesn't. It's just. Uh, I, I guess my question is: Is the presence of livestock common at Peruvian weddings, or is it just you're yeah. just adding Peru stuff? Yeah. It sounds like that. like where are they like you want guinea pigs. Where are they I going to go? That. Are you no. just going to put... A, is the pl- table setting for all the tables just going to be a guinea pig in a cage looking no. at you eat? They want a costume for a man like to be wearing oh. a guinea pig costume. That's I, I, I so totally missed that. <laughs> That's way weirder somehow. The sister was like, how do you expect me to find a costume for a man to... Be dressed up as a guinea pig. You know, hey, my tinfoil continues to build momentum. It does. It does. Annalie knows that Clayton is a particular type of person that knows how to get a man-sized costume of a guinea pig. And I wonder why he would know that, Kim. Then why does he ask his sister to do it? It's a big tent in the furry community. Okay. Uh, I love the sister is just like, yeah, no, I'm not doing Go this. Fuck yourself. Well, you're on vacation in San Diego. It's, it's, um, it's yeah. hilarious how bold he got after he got his dick wet 10 minutes oh my later. God. He <laughs> he's really, he's did. telling, he's telling females what to do. Yeah. <laughs> I, what happened though with Annalie and Clayton? Like all of Jesus a sudden Christ. she's like, leaning her chin on his shoulder and talking about kicking mom out of the closet. She wants to bang more. She loves, I'm like, what happened? I, this has happened far too many times on this season. I, I, it really is bothersome to me because the people on this season, I'm talking about Rob, both Gino and Jasmine, Clayton, uh, Manuel, although we at least have an explanation for how they make up so quickly, these people suffer no consequences for their horrific behavior. 
because every single storyline has to be a roller coaster now. I'm kind of shocked. Like usually on these shows, we have a a bit of a a season arc, right? For Ashley Emanuel, it's kind of sending money home, but everyone else is just this crazy like boom and bust cycle every episode where these people are behaving like absolute fucking maniacs and then the (laughs) next episode everything's fine and dandy and it just makes me feel like it makes me feel like there's fuckery either these these fights are reenactments or they're like way played up for the camera because no rational human being would get as angry as all these people particularly like sophie i think is the worst offender yeah nobody like, I guarantee fucking to you next episode, they're going to make up and be lovey-dovey and happy again. Oh, and they will. But I do believe that they're fighting all the time. I, I do, too. But I just don't believe in the in this that it's as serious as they make it out to be on the show. And Gino and Jasmine are the the poster childs for this. Yeah, but Sophie and Rob just strike me as the kind of people that just fight constantly because they're bored. Like they don't have jobs. They're like that's literally all they have to do all day. I guess, I guess Gina that's doesn't fair. have a job either. I guess that's fair. I've never been in a relationship like that where it's just no. fight, 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 sex, sex, fight, fuck. Or I just could never deal with that. All the time, either. Like you yeah. know, you're doing stuff all day. <laughs> like, we're busy. maybe this is normal to some people. I don't know. I think it is, unfortunately. Well, let's let's talk about Clayton. Let's talk about some guinea pigs and some oh llamas boy. and some goats. Maybe uh, I could talk her into a goat instead of a llama. I'm like, I don't think I don't think it's the same, bro. I just and also I don't think like, it's gonna do. Is a goat that much cheaper than a llama? <laughs> I love that that's the assumption. Like I could afford a goat, but a llama? No. No, no, no. And well, you know, I I mean, look, Clayton probably knows more about this than I do, to be fair. But that I, just struck me as if you're going to if you're going to transport a bunch of fucking farm animals to your wedding, I don't feel like a llama is going to necessarily uh, get get top dollar compared to a goat. I love that, like, Annalie discusses also that she wants to dress the llama up in, like, colorful scarves. And I just don't think that that quite has the same effect, like, on a goat. Again, are there llamas at Peruvian weddings or are there just lots of llamas in Peru? I think there's just lots of llamas in Peru. Okay, so why can't you just decorate, have, a dan- have like, a dance troupe and then have Peruvian food? I don't know, dude. Annalise says this with a fucking straight face, too. Like, she's so dead serious. She does not find this ironic at all. I don't want to be smelling fucking barn animals at my wedding, dude. (laughs) They already live in a barn, basically. So, like, what's the difference? And I don't want to, like, interact with a furry man. I just love that Brandy is their wedding planner and they call her up like, yo, I need a person in a guinea pig costume and a live llama. Okay, sis, good luck. Get get going on that. Are you you on ketamine right now? (laughs) What the fuck are you talking about? Did she finally snap and hit you with a baseball bat? (laughs) I love the sisters just like, yeah, no, no, nope. 
I'm not doing that. I agreed to organize the bachelorette party, which Annalie also says she deserves. Yeah, and she deserves strippers. And uh, Clayton's going to be super, super happy about that as an as an incel. Clayton will be super happy about that. I have in my notes. Is Annalie a weirdo? Why does she want a llama? <laughs> llama is not in the budget, Annalie. You get a goat. So good. You don't um, understand me, Clayton. You don't understand. And then she never explains anything about why she's been hesitant to do this before now. Nothing. We still have no idea why she waited as long as she did. And we have really no fucking idea why she changed her mind. Clayton doesn't say anything new. He doesn't make any kind of profound argument that he hasn't made before. Apparently, he's brought this up so many times it's triggering for her, which like, okay, fine. But she never says the actual reason. He says the same thing he always says. And then okay, I'm going to make a social media post and I'm going to tell my dad and like everything's great and uh, now we can fuck. What the fuck is this storyline? Kyle, I hate that Annalie is making me be Team Clayton on this. Like, he's not asking her, like him pestering her for sex is like uh, disgusting and gross. But him pestering her about like, dude, we're going to get married in three weeks and you haven't told your dad that you're going to get married. Like, that's just like, not, I'm not okay with that. That is totally reasonable. As and, we and she say every week. It would be one thing if, she, if she's like, I can't tell my dad because he is the prime minister of, of Peru and it would be a political scandal. Like, I don't know, like yeah. anything, any reason at all. Um, and for her he, to get so but her about him asking about that just shows that she's she's very childish. Uh, yeah, he's she says awful she's too, at her limit, but obviously. But she's like, I feel misunderstood. You don't respect my decisions. Okay. So I'm like, what? Why is this your decision, though? You didn't explain. How is he supposed to risk? Like it. I understand if you say, "Listen, I can't talk about this." Uh, please respect that I'm never going like if she said please respect I would never tell my father ever then the balls then kind of back in his court whether to even marry her at all but it's always just been like punting with no explanation it's it's really annoying still have no idea we still don't know why. And did she even tell him? We we see her no, like no. post this really nice picture with a really nice caption of her and Clayton, but she still doesn't call her father. It's like this was kind of the consolation prize was Clayton's like, okay, if you're not going to call your dad and tell him, can you at least post something on social media? And she's like, yeah, I kind okay, of, I can do that. I kind of was thinking... I was thinking the same thing, like, okay, is that really telling her dad? But I also kind of wondered if that was de facto telling her dad because word will get, she knows word will get to him now. I guess, but they're getting married. Yeah. They are getting married. Like, can you imagine not telling your parents that you were marrying someone? It is a really big deal. It's really strange because you, you completely 
if you don't jettison it entirely, you you're going to make the first couple years of your marriage, like really awkward with the in-laws and maybe they'll never forget that. And if they think that Annalie is their precious, precious little flower, they're never going to believe that this wasn't Clayton's idea. Yeah, dude, you got to tell, unless you're like a straight, if she were estranged from her father, she I would off. get it. Or like, yeah, she had like, she didn't have a relationship with her father. She hates her father. Something happened there in the past and it was dark. Okay, that's cool. But she says like she's super close with her dad. And so it's just like that's just offensive if you don't want to tell your family member that you're getting married. Uh, it's a huge what, what red is, flag. What is so wrong with me that you won't tell him? And if the think. answer if the answer is it has nothing to do with you, that's just not satisfactory if we're getting married. No, it's not. And I mean, Clayton almost has to guilt trip her into posting on social by saying, like, I dated somebody in the past who didn't want to post about me on social because they were embarrassed of me and then they cheated on me. And I was like, this this sucks, like, Clayton, that, you know, this happened. But Clayton I feel just like Annalie just Clayton, felt sorry. Clayton just seems like the type of guy that takes the wrong lessons from every bad thing that ever happens to him. Yeah, yeah. So I guess they they go and bang, though. Yeah. Yeah. The train pulled into the station, choo-choo, and we both got off unless she was faking it. <laughs> Kyle, have you ever let me made show a you, stuffed let me animal? Show you how, let me show you how happy I am. <laughs> He's wagging his tail, jumping on the bed. I let mean, me I do, feel like um, I do, don't want to have sex for a month now, like to, after right, watching that. Right. Uh, let me do all of the things that decrease the chances of getting laid again. I cannot unsee it. I'm so upset. <laughs> Still upset. It's terrible. Have you ever made a stuffed animal tell no. your wife about how good your orgasm was? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> So Only gross. one made of guinea pig. <laughs> and what I, I, I mean, a guinea pig stuffed animal made of actual guinea pig. <laughs> All right, we've got to we've got to move on because if I talk about the sex stuff for much longer, like I, trains are ruined. <laughs> trains are ruined. Between the choo choo comment, weren't, why are there so many trains involved with Peruvian people on this show? <laughs> Seriously, because it was Magogany, right? That had the train yes. poetry aimed at her direction. But stop involving these Peruvian women in train storylines. Stop it. It's never good. I Being love salted with trains. <laughs> All right. So Annalie wants to move to San Diego. I this, well, of course this she way does. too seriously. Yeah. Everybody wants to live in San Diego, Annalie. It's like a perfect place. So welcome to millions of other people. I would um, live in San Diego in one second. Me too. If, uh, I mean, the it's traffic so is a, no the jokes. traffic is a fucking nightmare. But yeah, well, yeah. So you work in biotech, I guess. I guess it's all kind of one area if you're in biotech. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Um, this is when they call Brandy. I love Brandy's face. It's just like, no. Disgust. <laughs> yeah. 
I just don't like why can't Clayton source the llama? He's playing video what? games for like 40 hours a week. But I have to get to level 770. Shut up. You're already the best player in the world of that particular game, if the rumors are true. So take a few minutes or give mom a job. She's just sitting in that closet all day. Have her source the llama. All right. You want to talk about... No, one more thing. No, yeah. Brandy hangs up on Clayton and won't won't pick up when he calls her back like three times. No, that's that's the right way. If you hang up on someone and then pick up five seconds later, you're not really fully committing to the fuck you. It's so funny for some reason. I just yeah. love it. Oh man. Okay. Okay. Now we can move on. Okay, Kyle. Let's uh let's talk about Lomi. We've had our Lomis for I think a year now, right? Yeah, about a year. I can't remember what it was like to throw all that food in the trash. I have my trash can in the the garage and it's not an issue at all anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I know me neither. And like the new year, it's it's a good time to start new habits. And you're all probably wondering what a Lomi is. It's a smart and simple solution to turn food scraps into plant food in just four hours. So Lomi transforms almost anything you eat into nutrient rich plant food at the push of a button. My wife and I absolutely hate throwing away food. It smells and it just feels kind of wrong. You know, Uh, it fills up your trash super fast. You don't even notice until you start using the Lomi to make plant food. Yeah. Um, You know, if you've always wanted to start composting, but didn't want to invest in like worms and some like weird smelly thing in your backyard, like I'm with you. A Lomi device is about the size of a crock pot. It does not smell. I have mine sitting on my kitchen counter. Kyle, I think you have yours in like your mudroom or your garage. Yeah, I have it just outside my mudroom in the garage. And I can also vouch for the fact that it doesn't smell at all. It certainly doesn't smell as bad as Polish father-in-law's food. Um, I have (laughs) friends with composting stuff out in their yard, and the smell when you walk by it can totally be offensive. Yeah, like all my food scraps and my plant clippings and even leftovers from like the deep, dark back of my fridge – they all go into the loamy, and then I distribute the dirt it produces to my help my house plants, and then my garden in the spring when I have a garden outside. You want to know how amazing loamy is? You can just take Polish father-in-law's mush and dump it right in the loamy, and you have a net reduction in stench. Like that's just <laughs> magical. Yeah, I'm not eating that mush. So if it were in my house, it'd go straight in there. Whether you want to start making a positive environmental impact or just grow a beautiful garden, Lomi is perfect for you. Head to Lomi.com slash CrayCray and use promo code CrayCray to get $50 off your Lomi. That's $50 off when you head to Lomi.com slash CrayCray and use promo code CrayCray at checkout. Thank you, Lomi, for sponsoring this episode. Do you want to do... Gino Jasmine or Sam and Chitra? Oh, gosh. Let's do Gino Jasmine so we can end on Sam and Chitra. The best part about Gino and Jasmine is that she justifies Dane giving her the money for the butt by saying it's a wedding gift because Gino will enjoy it equally. (laughs) Here you go, bro. (laughs) Fist bump. Gino. <laughs> it's a wedding like, gift. Who the fuck? Gino will enjoy the ass. I mean, 
how much money okay okay do you think that dane is worth just millions of dollars no who gives a two thousand dollar wedding gift generally forget that it's for butt implants for your ex-girlfriend but just (laughs) to for if they were just good college buddies and let's say that dane was even a woman so there's like no weird you know history or impropriety two thousand dollar in cash wedding gift like if you're not blood related that's insanity it is maybe he is super loaded or maybe he just like really likes jasmine or maybe she made it up yeah i I think that's what happened if this is even real She explains the economics finally in the buying a butt confession. <laughs> Remember when like, Larissa said to Fernanda, go buy a butt? This is literally what Jasmine did. So apparently, great. it's hard to source the cash to buy a butt. You know, she's got investors from Chile involved. She's got Gino's <laughs> money. She's got a she's got a stockbroker that's on the case, looking in the couch for cash, at, hitting up ex-boyfriends. So the surgery was $10,000. She has $4,000 from Gino for the wedding dress. I still do not believe that this man, who is so cheap, wild, gave her $4,000 for a wedding dress. Crazy. Then she somehow had her own $4,000, which right, right, must right. be Matt Sharp money. Then she was still 2000 short. And that's what Dan slash Dane gave to her. Try and buy a butt. She did buy a butt. She was successful in buying the butt. The butt She's does the look only good. person except Nikki that we know that bought a butt. It was supposed to be a loan. A loan. But Dan right. said, nah. Right. Gina's going to enjoy that ass. It's a wedding gift. Something about so- a loan to buy a butt would feel actually kind of shadier. <laughs> it does. Because then, because then effectively <laughs> Gina would have to pay the loan back for the butt that's true that's true yeah. because she doesn't would, make money what would it be fucking hilarious if she was like yeah so i borrowed two thousand dollars from dana you you have to pay it back what? that's a hard money loan so the interest rate's like 22 percent. oh yeah There's, he's got a guy in michigan that's gonna break your kneecaps gino <laughs> All right. So let's let's go back. I do you feel like they're trying to give Gino and Jasmine kind of a comeback story though because it's all like quite literally and figuratively like rose petals and lovey-dovey I don't know, talk and it's weird. It's just part of the same cycle that has happened seven or eight times this season alone. Because they they've been happy for two episodes, which is a new record. That's crazy. Maybe like yeah. two and a half episodes they've been Ooh. happy, Ooh. which I, I can't even wrap my head around it. So, you know, he uh, he does a sweet romantic dinner by the pool, the hotel pool. Um, gets her some rose petal trail out there, reproposes. And then she's like, Oh my God, Gino, you know, I never thought I'd marry someone so fucking hideous, but you're just, you're just the best. <laughs> that guy, usually, Dane, who I bought me my like, ass, my type. Yeah. 
I usually like guys that look exactly like my last ex-boyfriend with huge fucking hogs. And I just never thought I'd end up with, uh, you know, you. <laughs> Why are we continuing uh, continuing to allow the defiling of public places with rose petals on this show? I assume that he just coordinated with the hotel to kind of like lock it off for filming this is pseudo public this is a hotel common area but i i know what you mean he did hide a very expensive piece of jewelry in a a plant (laughs) yeah (laughs) i was like what's he doing oh it's a bag like why did he still have it in the bag why did you put a bag in a bush instead of just (laughs) putting the ring box in your pocket that's thank you what's happening it's so fun. Every time I see rose petals on this show on the floor, I think about Tania uh, and yeah. yeah, boss says it's no good. Boss say no good. Uh, I just feel like Gino's done this 180 where now he's complimenting Jasmine all the time. Like, oh, look at you in that dress and look at your boobs and you look so hot. And, you know, he's being like nice. And I Seems just don't like he's... buy it. Uh, I think he, I mean, I mean, I think he actually likes her. I don't think that he intentionally doesn't compliment her. Um, if that makes sense. Like, I think he's just real dumb, but now that, I mean, I I honestly think that him being around her and being around a woman generally, Mm. she is training him a bit Okay, and she's telling him what she likes and he's doing it because that means less fights. He's not the dumbest person. He he no. he knows he knows what he has to do roughly to avoid fights. He chooses not to do that because he's trying to pretend like he has self-respect. It's just which he does remember not. the last time he went to um Panama he literally like would not have sex with her for like days and he was super cold to her and he was like throwing clothes and like storming off and i mean like the whole like first 10 days of his trip was like that and now he's just loving all over he's taking her to this nice trip to miami i mean this is a trip this is jasmine's dream trip they stayed in a nice place he's having nice dinners they're going shopping they're going to the beach she loves this. It's weird. Um, Gino's proposed like four times already, but I, we need another proposal. Because yes. the last ringy was too cheapy. He's like, this is a real diamond. I was like, finally. And I bought uh, it this time instead of letting you take the money since uh, we know what happens <laughs> when I give you big chunks of cash. I'm like, why is Gino crying? He's like, crying during this proposal i'm like why what is what is going on she thinks he's gonna break up with her all it takes to make gino have an emotionally an emotional breakdown is say i'll try to have the most basic of cordial relations with your family that's how (laughs) that's how broken these people are yeah okay so this is this is the big question when they're walking into back into the hotel gino says i'm gonna bleep your bleep Fuck you in the ass. Not bleep your bleep. I'm going to fuck your ass. Yeah, fuck your ass. 
because the, the context was around her. Yeah, the context was around her butt, right? Suck your tits. <laughs> shit on your boobs. <laughs> I like peg your butt. Yeah, I fucked six people in an iguana. <laughs> I want to isolate the last three minutes of this conversation. <laughs> okay. I just feel like he could have said something way nastier. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, keep, yeah. Well, like what? Like all the things that I just said. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah. And then we, we talked about buying a butt confession. So obviously this is going to lead to another fight. Oh, and yeah. she knows like, why were you even talking to Dane? She's like, because he's my friend. And she chose to move in, like, right next to him, too. (laughs) He's like, is this the same guy that you were, like, screaming at me when I went to Panama? That you were, like, banging him and cheated on me? Yep, that's the guy. Same guy. Same guy. Same guy. Yeah, same guy. Just checking. Well, so, I I mean, I can't think of any skeletons that are left in the closet, right? (laughs) No. So now everything's going to be great. Everything's going to be hunky-dory. Definitely. Definitely. She's like, I know I'm a bitch sometimes. He's like, you are a bitch. (laughs) You're a horrific devil woman. (laughs) All right. Let's finish strong with Sam and Chitra. Thoroughly enjoyed this. Yeah. A lot of scenes with them. Um, Everyone arrives. Uh. Sam starts converting to Muslim. <laughs> Not I exactly thought her family sure. was already here. Did I? I guess I, no. I thought her family had already arrived. I must have seen it in the next time on. Because my first note is like, where's her family? What are they doing all day? <laughs> it's so strange to think that her sister in the hijab is going to marry his brother. Is that the sister? Because there's two sisters. I'm 95% sure it's the one wearing the head covering. Okay. Why? And like, what? Oh, because his her brother other sister was just talking looks, about. Her other sister just looks actually kind of quite different than the other two. And I just don't, I saw the photos of them together. I just don't think that's her. I see. And you say it's, it's weird that the brother is marrying the sister in hijab because the brother spoke so like. Uh, No, 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 it's more, no, no, it's more just like dramatic irony because we know, we know that now. And so as we see them interact, we might even get to see the first meeting of these people on camera that end up getting married later. I see. You're just using that as a descriptor. I thought because you were speaking of how Tim, I think the brother's name is Tim, how he talked about like it being strange that Sam wanted to you know, be a man of faith. And he didn't think he really understood what that entails because he's going to have to convert to Muslim too. Right. Correct. Yes, yeah. he will. Yeah. Yeah. So um, how did I you mean, think that this, uh, Ooh, this, so this mosque, this mosque visit, um, I guess it went well because they're, of course they're going to be welcoming, you know, to anyone even remotely interested. That's not a complete asshole in the middle of fucking the Ozarks coming in. Yeah, let's talk. What do you know? Uh, I know I can't eat bacon and I can't get fucking rip shit anymore. 
Okay. Did he know that well, he can't eat bacon? I mean, because I feel like that came as a surprise. I think he knew. Maybe he okay. hasn't fully accepted, but I think he knew. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't even know how to respond to Asalaamu Alaikum. He just no, keeps saying no Asalaamu Alaikum. I'm like, it's Alaikum Salah. Like, I mean, ugh, if he watched Rami, he would know. Uh, he seems to know literally nothing about Islam. He just says, this is my fiance, her whole family Muslims. So that's, I guess the real, I was an atheist before the guy's like, Oh God, (laughs) maybe maybe don't say that (laughs) out loud. Well, Uh, I mean, it's better than I assume that it's kind of all the same. Whether you're used to be an atheist or used to be a Christian, I mean, you're wrong. I guess it's true. To him, you know. (laughs) I thought these two guys at the mosque were really gracious to him. Oh, yeah. No, we like, we've never seen anyone in a mosque on any of these shows be nothing but incredibly delightful. (laughs) It's so true. I know. It really is. Yeah. They do remind Sam that he still needs to get Chitra's dad's blessing before they can get married. And I was curious, like, why didn't her dad go to the mosque with them? It just seems. It just felt like the, they good. filmed it. I, I think that this visit was kind of filmed out of order. I don't necessarily uh, know if it happened in the timeline that they're presenting to us. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, can we go back also to the alien scene? Because <laughs> Sam's dad is like watering the grass, which just anybody watering their lawn in the Midwest just cracks me up because there's it's there's so much moisture. And he's like, yeah, these are alien footsteps. I'm like, hmm, it just looks strangely like a spot where a dog continuously pees. But OK, it just it's just funny that he thinks just continuously blasting a little patch with more water is going to like magically revive it by itself. <laughs> This is a man that seems to care about his lawn and just like he's just standing there with a hose, like absentmindedly just flooding his entire fucking driveway. <laughs> I heard something walking on the roof. Might be Bigfoot. I'm like, if Bigfoot was walking on your roof, just I mean, I'm not a structural you engineer get the or anything fuck over out here. of your house with a shotgun. I feel like he might crush your roof because that house does not look extremely sturdy. So, uh, you know, depending on how big, big Bigfoot really is in real life. And then also, if Bigfoot walked on your lawn, why would it leave a completely rectangular patch of dead grass behind? Wouldn't it just kind of smush it for a couple minutes? (laughs) I don't know. Sam even seems to buy into this. He's like, there was something weird on the roof that night. Yeah, it's called a squirrel. (laughs) They're way louder than you think when they're on your roof. Maybe you should have gone outside and, like, taken a look. What's on my roof? It was probably a raccoon. They're everywhere. It's freaking trash pandas. Uh, I was really concerned. Someone someone catapulted a javelina on the roof. (laughs) To fuck with you. They're like, that guy believes in aliens. But it's the trolling music every time. (laughs) 
I just want to hear the dad talk to Chitra's dad about aliens. Yeah. For a totally. long time. That would make my day. Is uh, I really our our belief in extraterrestrials um is that mutually exclusive with the Islamic faith? Yeah, great question. We're gonna have to ask a scholar yeah. on that one. I do not know. Great, great question for the mosque though. Is is belief in aliens um you know heretical? I don't think I w- well. I don't know. I don't know anything about religions and aliens. (laughs) I was most concerned this episode with Chitra saying that when they went on dates in Indonesia, she paid for everything. Yeah. Like, why? Uh, Did his debit card just not work? (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. But, you know, he's making up for it, Kyle, because he's taking her on a nice luxury date to boozers boozers basically under the bleachers <laughs> this is the cameron missouri equivalent to under the bleachers at the yes. nascar right <laughs> except it has fruity drinks with malibu in it if you're going to get someone their first alcoholic beverage is this the first time that chitra's ever drank before i think so it's a good choice to make you know i have you to don't say wanna, you don't want to plop down a miller light in front of someone that's never drank before unless you're trying to discourage them from ever drinking that's what my dad did yeah i mean malibu just like smells like a hangover to me because i drink so much malibu in college like they probably I put barely anything in there. Malibu a lot. Yeah. That's I, revolting, Kim. I'm sorry. It's true. I feel like every really bad hangover I've ever had, like, just smells like Malibu vomit. Um, <laughs> she's just going to get drunk God. so fast. <laughs> Fuck. Too much information. Just please never say Malibu vomit again. <laughs> I won't unless you soundbite it, but I don't think that you will. I will not. I shan't. Okay. Uh, he he does seem sad about the pork. I would be sad to not eat bacon. I have to admit, I would be. Yeah. Um, yep. Yep. And I mean, alcohol, I don't drink that much as it is. Sam says on many, many occasions, he's like, I mean, I'm not a big drinker. And I'm like, the fact that you've said that like several times makes me think that you are a big drinker well it's also just the idea of taking something away that you used to be able to do is just generally abhorrent to americans broadly right (laughs) yeah we don't says we don't like that in these parts you know yeah he says he's like it's not that i want to drink it's that like I don't want somebody to tell me not to drink. Right. But. um, Yeah. Then we have the scene where Sam's dad and Tim, the brother, try to learn one phrase in Indonesian and fail. It does seem very difficult. It does. And she says it very quickly. And she helps them out a little bit. But I, I would have a lot of trouble saying that. 
with oh, even it's, with practice. It's hard. Yeah. yeah. I would say I'm like decent with languages and I could not repeat what she was saying at yeah. all. It's like very at least they tried. now. It was very long. They did try. And I see him's dad and the brother in their like little interview. They just like correctly assess that Sam doesn't know what's involved with following a faith Nuh-uh. and that he's just going to miss pork. And like, he doesn't really get what he's signing up for, which I totally agree with. It's interesting that he mentions, does he say this when her dad is around? He mentions at one point that he did find faith um, I think he says that to her dad, right? I think, yeah, to her dad, because I found after that this int- conversation, they're on the way to get the family yeah. at the airport, right? I found that interesting because we kind of had the discussion a couple weeks ago. Like, do you think he's just going to pay it lip service and do do the needful for being Muslim? And he's, he's, this is a box that he's checking. Is that what this is? Ha- is that is this what's happening in his head, or is he going to, even though he's extremely lazy, uh, ultimately will he take it seriously? And I still don't know what the answer to that is. But he is telling her dad that he's taking it very seriously, which I guess is the smart thing to do. But he does say I'm bullshitting her dad a little bit. I mean, he okay. says he would like die to give her a good life. I'm like, really? Because you didn't even clean out your car when she showed I, up. So he's saying that with a ball sack full of jizz. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, he's so horny. There's, there's no way these two aren't banging already. I'm he sorry. Would, it's. I, I I believe that he would kill a man to put it in right now. <laughs> I just, I do think it's lip service. I don't, if he was taking it seriously, he would have at least looked up like some bullet points about Islam. Right. Of course. Yeah. And he hasn't. So, I don't know. My favorite part was this outside of the alien stuff was the sister car commentary where she's like, this city sucks. Oh, yeah. And I it's took like, a laxative on the flight. So now I'm bloated. Now I'm shitting my brains out. This farm. <laughs> this Is this the city? What the fuck is this? He's like, we're, we're in the middle of goddamn nowhere. Like, this is a, <laughs> like, this is a farm. <laughs> it was so funny. He says, like, he's scared of her sisters, that they're just like bullies. And they make fun of him and call him, what do they say? Popeye? I guess because well, he has a yeah. little head. I don't know. But it, he's basically <laughs> like, scared of her sisters. <laughs> I, I, I do enjoy that they think all American men are just like super hot celeb looking guys. You know, except for Sam, obviously. Oh, yeah. I told my sisters he looked like Ryan Gosling. <laughs> no. Nah. Uh, maybe Nuh-uh. you set the expectations a little lower next mm-hmm. time. You're all like, that's... Um, I also Chitra hands the sister flowers in the airport and says Sam got these for you (laughs) like it's pretty obvious that you got them because Sam didn't even get you flowers when he went to pick you up I don't think oh god it's good stuff Um, what the hell are they going to do in Missouri stay in the hotel room I think 
uh, her father, as we predicted from episode fucking one, just seems like a lovely guy. He's great. Nothing so weird nice. at all. Nothing bizarre. Typical, just kind of given the fa- given the daughter away vibe to him. But, you know, that's to be expected. These fathers are all full of shit. They come in hot. They're like, oh, they like talk a big game. Like, I'm not going to let my daughter marry this piece of shit. And then they meet. And within three seconds, they're like, yeah, you could just take her off my hands. It's fine. Look, look, angry dad making an impression vibes cuts across all cultures, Kim. Yeah, but they're all talk. Like, I- I'm sure that the American dad, if, the, if they were going the other way. The American dads would be the exact same way. And it's almost always all talk unless you genuinely believe that someone is a, is a serious. If you have really, really strong suspicions that someone is just a, literally a bad person or is never going to get a job. Like, I would be fascinated to see Sophie's dad meet Rob oh, if he was in the picture. Yeah. I just, there is, like, Sam does say something that worried me a little bit this episode, which was, you've got to explain to your dad about the arrest and the drug thing. Like, it was that, and now we have new information that, okay, he had Suboxone. What we thought was that he had Suboxone, and it just wasn't in the properly labeled container. Now he says it was, like, an expired prescription or an old prescription, and he hadn't seen his doctor in a while. And I'm like, okay, you can't just like hang on to controlled substances like that. I don't know. I, I found that like a little bit worrisome. Well, it's the same vein of just general irresponsibility and being a dumb That's dumb true. as not filing for the uh, the uh, whatever it was called. Yeah, the the the, 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 the diversion, the depression, the diversion. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <The> di- <laughs> All right, so wrapping up, we got a good next time on. Uh, We see Sophie. I thought this next time on was pretty extensive. We see Sophie's mom wants her to be more furious. And then Rob just complaining more. Yes, get madder. Go to an Airbnb and stay there more than 24 hours. Ah, Sophie, you need to get way more mad. Nikki and Igor are still somehow together and going horseback riding. I just, why? I I think her ass is going to fall out. (laughs) He thinks that this is like romantic. Oh, because it's a fairy tale, except he doesn't like me. Manuel and Ashley are at Niagara Falls. And I kind of agree with Emmanuel here. He's like, I just don't want to succumb to this culture of spend, 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 spend. Yeah, um, I get it. I'm like, yeah, I get it. That is. I mean, ser- especially when he's not, when especially when he's not making money. Yeah, I and know. and I'm he doesn't even him. really understand the income to expense ratios that Americans like, juggle every day, right? I know. Yeah. Uh, Chitra's family meets Sam's family. This is going to be of specific interest to us because we want us. We're spoiled on the fact that. Sam's brother is now engaged or married to Chitra's sister. And so we get to see them meet for the first time. Should be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I just, I want the dad to talk about aliens the entire time during this meeting. Yeah. Please God. Uh, 
God, fuck. Then we see kind of like I wanna some... hear I wanna hear specific aliens. <laughs> Where do they come from? What do they do? Yeah. Why if, are they walking they done, on your roof? What have they done to you, sir? They peed in what his if, yard. What do they what do they want from your bum hole? <laughs> Clayton's mom complains that Annalie doesn't speak English. What a bitch. How dare you fly directly from Peru and don't speak English? I just, there's got to be like conversation about mom moving out of the closet, right? What have you been doing the last 59, the last 59 days? You haven't even been fucking. Why can't you learn English? (laughs) She's been giving those guinea pigs a bath. You know, it's hard. (laughs) Also, you remember when like Larissa moved in with Colt and like the main storyline for three seasons was I live with my mother, Debbie, and they fought and fought and fought and fought. And they had like three times as much room as Clayton and Annalie. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just surprised this isn't more of a a dramatic theme. It seems like that drama is going to start to ratchet up because it seems like mom's going to start showing some true colors here. Yeah, Clayton is like, ugh. Uh, and then I guess, you know, Gino and Jasmine fight again. She's got a knife. She could be cutting carrots or maybe trying to kill Gino. We're not sure. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of knives, covering Natalia Speaks on uh, our D-Sides podcast, season two. We're going to drop ooh. that in a couple days on D-Sides. So excited. And uh, on Tuesday's premium podcast episode, we'll be covering Single Life, uh, 90 Day Diaries, which unpopular opinion I really like. And uh, we're also going to be taking a look at this new Matt Sharp show on Lifetime called Prison Brides. If you're not a subscriber, head to realitycraycray.com. Five bucks gets your subscription. You can start listening instantly. Want to thank our sponsors, Lomi, for sponsoring this episode. Turn your food into plant food at the press of a button with Lomi. Use code CrayCray to save 50 bucks at Lomi.com slash CrayCray. Otherwise, uh, we will be back next Monday with episode 14. Woohoo! Thanks for Thanks, listening, guys. guys. This was fun. Great episode. We'll see you next week. Talk to you soon. Oi! Thanks for listening to 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram and threads at 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. Join our community of Cray Crays by subscribing to our premium podcast feed for five bucks, either on Supercast or Patreon by visiting realitycraycray.com. Benefits include three times the podcast content you get now, ad-free, covering all other 90 Day Fiance content, and our listener-requested favorite shows outside 90 Day. Access to our members-only Facebook group with thousands of 90 Day fanatics, our podcast archives with over 600 episodes, all ad-free, and you can listen to all of that on your favorite podcast player. With an optional subscription add-on, you also get access to our long-form documentary podcast, D-Sides, where we cover the latest streaming documentaries. You're almost there, lazy. Go to realitycraycray.com and sign up literally in seconds if you use Apple Pay. All the links I've mentioned are in the show notes. Thanks again and see you next week.